0: Welcome to the dork forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make make us laugh and smile. So
1: let's explore the dork forest and dork down for a while. Hi, Rangers. It's me, Jackie Cation. Welcome to the dork forest. It's 2024. Let's do this. Here's the credits. Of course, Mike Rickberg sang that song at the beginning and he wrote that song and he sang it with Sarah Cohen, his wife, and he will sing the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Also, Patrick Brady still putting this together, video, audio, all of it. He's amazing. So, and Vilmos doing JackieCationStore.com. Squarespace is doing the regular Jackie Cation page. And I'm thinking of moving the Dork Forest and DorkForest.com away from WordPress because it's driving me nuts. But those are the credits. But if you go to JackieCation.com, you can get Dork Forest merch. You can get my stand-up merch. You can get my stand-up CDs and DVDs, which you'd have to have uh, devices for those. Uh, You can also see videos and find out any number of things. I have another podcast called the Jackie and Laurie show, but the dork forest is the flagship 18th year. We're doing it. You guys, you can go to my Bandcamp or my YouTube for extra content. Please donate is what I'm saying. It's 2024. And I think we've been in this long enough. Why don't you guys, everybody send me a hundred bucks. That's what I'd like you to do. You can PayPal me. You there's links all over the pages. You can Venmo me at Jackiecation. You can find me at a stand-up show and uh, hand me a sweaty wad of 20s. Do something. But I love doing the show. I would love uh, to make some money is what I'd like to do. In other news, I'm sure there's more things that I should talk about, but I can't think of them. But let's listen to who's going to dork out about something because that's my favorite part. Thanks for listening, you guys. You're all great. Let's get into the show. It's glamorous. We're here. Rangers of the Dork Forest. Jackie Cation here. Uh, You're familiar with the the drill. What's going to happen here is I'm going to talk to somebody about their dorkdoms. And uh, with me, Mr. Ian Lockwood, and I say Mister just because that's his handle, Mr. Mister, Mister <laughs> Ian Lockwood. Uh, that makes your pronouns uh, <laughs> come to the forefront. By the way, Ian, welcome Thank to the program.
2: You. <laughs> Thank um, you very much. And people ask me all the time, and I say, I know I'm really gay, but for now, it's just he him, <laughs> and we're just we're right. for now.
1: Yeah, let's fight that. I'm gonna fight the they them thing later. When I mean, I'm, I probably would have gotten into it if I were ten. Right now, if I were ten right now, I I would be everything. You don't even know. I oh, the absolutely. grass was greener on the other side of all lawns. So I would have wanted to be because I did. I wanted to be a boy. I wanted to be Snoopy. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So uh, Ian, you are a Brooklyn, uh, New York comic right? Uh Essentially. Mm -hmm. And so you do musical comedy in a lot of ways and you have a a fancy Vulture gave a shit. Yay. Congratulations.
2: Thank you so much. I'm so happy about it.
1: Yeah. yeah, Vulture gave a damn about your music video. Um, uh, it's called Orbo. Is it O-R-B-O?
2: Yes. Yes. And sometimes I affectionately call it Orbo the digital man. If you need a hint on what might happen in it.
1: (laughs) All right. There might be some, a. I. But if you Perhaps. go to his Instagram, Mr. Ian Lockwood, and it lo- it's spelled exactly like all of those words sound. Mr. Yes. M-R- Ian, Ian, Lockwood, L O C K W O O D, right?
2: Mm-hmm. No Glam. E's anywhere in there. Not an E to
1: be sent. Yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> um, so, but I am kind of excited because it's a music episode, and uh, mm-hmm. as Dork Forest uh, listeners know, this is a drinking game, you guys, because you'll say the name of an artist, and I won't know who it is, and you're like, well, you've been to a <laughs> gas station, it's impossible you don't know who that is, because mm-hmm. you're talking about modern pop icons, so I've yes. probably heard these songs, I've probably heard of these artists, and um, let's get it, What? pick one, Who's who's, who's new, Uh-oh. who's...
2: And don't worry, I'll give you a new icon. Well, here, I'll give you a little rundown every time I bring somebody up. But I kind of felt it was interesting coming up with what I wanted to talk about on your pod today. I actually, maybe I took it too macro, but I started thinking, what is nerd culture? What's dork (laughs) culture? And I mean, you've gone over this many times on the pod. It's it's just whatever you're most interested and knowledgeable about. Um, But I think a lot of people would not Consider this dork culture, which is then, hilarious to me. Yep. Yeah, I mean, for instance, the the dorkiest thing we the thing we used to say is the nerd interest was comic books, and I read comic books. And and FYI, I was thinking about talking about Pokemon Fire Emblem. Like right. I, you've done Pokemon, <laughs> I know. So like, I had those options, but. Right. Um, But like, I now Marvel Comics is this huge franchise piloted by Disney. Right. So you'll it's see super you'll, you'll see some
1: bullethead wearing a Captain America shirt, and you're like, yeah. "Are you familiar with all of his work?" And they're like, <laughs> yes, "Let's go into the long boxes. Do you familiar with the Blackbacked Black America when uh, when the truth serum was first when the when the super serum was first created?" Yeah, it is true. <laughs> there's there's traditional dorkdoms, and then there's things that are everyone thinks are cool, like pop music. The word popular is mm-hmm. in it. It's in exactly. it's in the word.
2: But I think what turns something into dork culture is if there is a healthy amount of lore to get into and a certain amount of knowledge that can make you an expert.
1: And enthusiasm. Just like the thing is, is you want to talk to me about science? That is probably very, very cool. Um, mm-hmm. But if you, like Andy, my husband, decided to describe uh, the Doppler effect to me and I was like, I know what the Doppler mm-hmm. is. And then he went into it uh, at length and I was like, Oh, I, I actually didn't know all of that. And that is a dorkdom. I think that that might be the, so I know who Taylor Swift is. And I, yes, uh, have listened to, I have two songs in my rotation, but I know that she has many, many works.
2: So many works, so many hundreds of things. And listen, I'm, I'm a huge Swifty. I'm going to, I'm going to put that on the okay. back burner. I oh, oh. I'm going to it? It You're gonna build to it. You're going to build to it. All right. Maybe we can get back into Taylor. I just feel like, and that well, that's kind of the thing. Like, I think I get some enemies. I, I talked about Taylor on a pod like six months ago and saw someone on their Reddit be like, Ugh, another discussion of Taylor Swift. And it's like, people like her and there's a lot to discuss. <laughs> Let's get into it.
1: And... I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. Uh, I hear snippets of information. She seems to be dating a football player. Uh, She has given some money to some truckers. She likes to give some money to the homeless people. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing I did not know. She's literally been doing it for like like a dozen years. So she's 32 years old. Mm -hmm. I thought she was in her 40s for how successful she is. But no, it turns out she's incredibly prolific. And she seems like a very nice person. And, and, and since she because was absol- Right. an absolute power. I don't know if you uh, everyone knows this, and they do because they listen to this show. Uh, it corrupts, absolutely. And she seems oh, yeah. to have sidestepped it in some way, shape, or form that is uh, at this point. You know, she may snap. And, you know, J.K. Rowling, I used to love J.K. Rowling. And then she oh, yeah. shows a, a crazy-ass yeah. hill to die on. And I'm like, well. <laughs> you're hurting my feelings. Uh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Please reread your own books. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, and but and listen, I don't feel the need to defend Taylor or any of these people. I'm not I'm not standing up for their character, but yeah. she does seem really nice, but we don't have to get into it. We're, we're, right. b- listen. People are going to run from us. You do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put Taylor at the end if anyone really needs to listen Taylor. I there, there are so many, I think, so, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you about a few different people. What makes this fun is getting into the lore and backgrounds of these people, because uh, <laughs> there is a lot of detail. I can, I can talk about some of these people the same way that somebody else could tell you the history of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Absolutely. So, okay, let's get into Dua Lipa, who is a lot of fun right now. Dua that, Lipa. She sings that, the fun Barbie song, um, the, uh, uh watch me dance. dance oh, the, the choreographed one.
1: The choreographed yes. one. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. And her name is Dua Lipa.
2: Dua Lipa, two words. D-U-A-L-I-P-A. Right. Excellent. Um, excellent. The, she was hilariously called Dula Peep by Wendy Williams <laughs> when she was referencing her. Um, Sort of uh, what did uh, John Travolta call Idina Menzel? Um, what did he call her? Somebody he somebody scr- call it and tell me. He screwed it know. up so bad. It was so funny. It was at an award show. But, That's fine. I introduced uh, a
1: guy named Duncan, uh, Dustin, as Duncan last night. So uh, <laughs> I'm sympathetic. I'm sympathetic. Tag team. I'm I mean, comedy and magic.
2: Names yeah. are hard. So I, I will say, I, I don't know if you find this, as somebody who performs, I'll have people come up to me all the time and be like, ian oh my god it's so good to see you again that thing you said last week about the thing was so funny and i'll be like yeah i have no idea who this person is
1: right right i can't i can't tell macadamia nuts and brazil nuts aside <laughs> uh, so uh, people are even harder so Dua Lipa, yeah. what's the lore how old is she what's her jam what's when did okay. she start how tall is she Dua
2: Lipa made she is tall actually i, I want to say 5'9", 5'10. Okay. Um, she uh, there, there's a lot to dig into with Dua Lipa and I don't think starting at the beginning is, is what's important um, <laughs> because Dua Lipa actually made the biggest splash in her sophomore album which was called Future Nostalgia uh, it had some songs on it like Don't Start Now, Levitating, um, Cool was a personal favorite of mine but it was it came out in the pandemic kind of early in the pandemic and there was a blank landscape because so many large studios and big projects and movies were just delaying during the pandemic. They said, "Uh oh, we don't, we don't know what the business landscape here is. We're we're just going to wait. She released that album, I think actually in March. So she kind of had Of 2020. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) But like, like a week into the pandemic when we were like, oh, we'll be three week lockdown. (laughs) That sounds fun uh 16
1: months later she's huge oh my god
2: yeah but uh, by the way i don't know about you jackie i had a great first six months of the pandemic (laughs) i was inside i was having a blast then it was too much what did you think Uh, I was freaked out the first two weeks and
1: then I settled into not going anywhere. It turns out Mm. I'm in my fifties. Hi, Ian. I could lie down at any time and not fucking wake up. How about that? So (laughs) that's a win. That's a win. Look forward to it. Okay. uh,
2: I mean, I I don't want any more global pandemics, but if like, if I had to take a, a, a break for a few months, every few years, I'll take it.
1: Yeah. Well, that's my theory about retirement. Everyone should, you don't really retire. You should just take six months off when you're 65, mm-hmm. regroup and figure out what you want to do next. Go back yeah. to work for sure. Cause you what are you going to do? I mean, unless you're a gajillionaire and you want to pad, pad, pad <laughs> around the world, uh, you're going to want to do something. Cause if you just sit yeah. in that chair, you're going to be dead in a couple of years. So, uh, but maybe if more jobs, with financial with advice. <laughs> okay True. so i'm uh, future nostalgia so I'll, I'll get that
2: you gotta check it out it, it had a much more distinct sound than her debut album which was just called dua Lipa. um and it really caught everybody by surprise and she became the uh the queen of pandemic music basically i think she may have won the grammy for that album But I'm not 100% sure Wow Yeah yeah um, So is that it album did, did Is it, is, well. is it
1: all like that The Barbie song Is it kind of dance music And
2: The Yes The Barbie song Is surprisingly A smidge derivative Of that album The Barbie song Is the more like Mass consumption But Well I do it it's, Music is pretty Mass consumption But like her album was a little more disco. Very, very fun bass lines running throughout. A lot of synth. Uh, still very much in the realm of pop music.
1: Right on. Uh, what yeah. else? Uh, is she... Um, so... <laughs> yes. What else? Is she very beautiful? I have never seen her.
2: She's extreme. She's probably... She might be the most beautiful one of all these girls, I gotta say. Okay. Um, in, in my mind, maybe Renee Rapp is coming for her money. SZA is also so beautiful. But they're also beautiful. And that it's fun right. to watch them. <laughs> Yay. Um, but, uh, the, so she kind of made a huge splash there and has been doing really well ever since, but there are all of these fun little stories within her career. And that's where the fun Laura is. For instance, this girl could not dance. She could not dance. Uh, oh, and there are, that's huge yeah, in pop music. She like, well, she could do, she could like learn the choreo, but she was a bad, she was not a great dancer. And this clip surfaced of her from, uh, I want to say Lollapalooza or Coachella, where she was doing a, a choreographed dance move with her dancers. Basically, the two dancers come up right next to her and you know, there's a break coming in the song. And so she like hands off the mic and the dancers come up and then she does this little twist. And that's all that's all it is. They all do it together. And it's so unimpressive. And people started calling that move the Dua Lipa. Uh, which is <laughs> that sounds very like cruel.
1: It is cruel, but it sounds like how I would dance. Best case scenario, that's how I'm dancing. I only dance when no one's watching. I don't dance as if no one's watching. (laughs) I dance alone. I dance alone.
2: Unfortunately for her, everybody was watching. Everyone was watching. It was being filmed.
1: (laughs) It went viral.
2: But to her credit, after it went viral, she kind of took the note. Uh, People were really roasting her. (laughs) <laughs> and she put in the effort to become an incredible dancer. And now she's she, and now you can kind of tell that she has something to prove every time she performs live. And she okay. really does it. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that's kind of neat, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you certainly g- gave her some points for me. But there are other just interesting details to all of these people. She is uh, British, but she is originally uh, Kosovan, uh, Albanian. Okay. Um, and so there are a lot of people, there's a big uh, Kosovo independence movement and a lot of people that I actually don't know very much about. So um, I'm not an expert on that. Grain of salt, but, um, grain of salt. Grain of salt. But <laughs> a lot of people bring Albanian or Kosovan flags to her shows and like wave them, huge, these huge flags, and she'll shout them out mm-hmm. and she'll be like, love you, absolutely. So she's become an unlikely central Big for these people for this very awesome. small t-
1: small country that used to be part of Yugoslavia yeah. and the Soviet Union. Uh-huh. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay, so it's uh, so now she technically a British person kind of uh, represents this community and and it feels pretty positive actually. Oh, good. Um, it's really nice, but yeah, she is that girl, and I feel like I have a, a really now, now. This is more of me being an expert on um, gay guy behavior, but. Um, gay guys love to sort of fantasy football around, um, which pop girls will be successful. Okay. Um, So we'll like, (laughs) you know, we'll find a girl who makes a bit of an impact with her first album and we're like, oh, I love this. And you compare notes with the other gay guys and you're like, no, 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 Renee Rapp's not going to be the new it girl. It's actually going to be Sabrina Carpenter. Oh no, you're a fool. It's going to be Ava Max. (laughs) And so it's, it, I really wish there was, uh, some, uh, fantasy chart? for us to,
1: a, yeah. yeah. Oh, Oh, I think there's probably a course, there's gotta be a crossover somewhere, my friend. Uh, I've never heard <laughs> of any idea. of those people. I thought Ava Max, I think might have done choose your fighter on Barbie.
2: Yes. I, ha- I have that sure. album.
1: I have that album.
2: Really? Okay. Yes. I think honestly, wait here, I'm just pulling up the Barbie, uh, track list because I think like all these girls that I'm thinking of, talking uh-huh. about uh-huh. oh yeah yeah they're on Every the single one. I'll, okay i mean pretty much i mean and it's reminding me i need to be talking about speed drive by or about charlie XX who did speed drive on the album uh so dua lipa the Chase though, one. any dua other Lupa. fun
1: facts about dua lipa because we're already at 15 going to say, minutes my friend
2: oh wow i will say so dua Lipa's is <laughs> a chunky one for me I was going to say I feel very connected to Dua Lipa because in, in being a gay guy who's going to root for one of the girls, um, the uh, I was actually surprisingly early on Dua Lipa. She released her first album just titled Dua Lipa, and uh, I got to see... I, I really liked it, so I, got, I went to see her. Uh, my husband and I got tickets to her show in Connecticut because she wasn't playing New York, and she was playing a... Not a stadium or an arena, just a mid-sized venue, and I got to see. Just a nice theater, maybe. Yeah, like a nice nice, like. It was like a. It was like the town's convention center and concert hall. Oh, I see. Um, Okay. Maybe like a thousand people, Uh, and so I got to see someone who would become uh, the the next year, the next couple of years, the new biggest pop star in a pretty intimate setting, which was really cool. Yeah, uh and, and that first huge. album wasn't that good. It, it wasn't right. that good. I
1: probably well, as as it shouldn't be. She should be getting better. And mm-hmm. according to your, your account, she is entirely getting better. And you are loving her even oh, yeah. more
2: as she goes. So Absolutely Absolutely. Okay, so I do have other girls I, I can add so I'm so ready to talk about. And not even girls. I'm I'm really proud of what Troy Savon is doing right now. Uh if you know him, he, he just really I don't so, know yeah who's that he just released that uh that song uh one of your girls uh he also did uh what was the one he just did which was so so fun it was um oh rush if you heard that i feel the rush addicted to your touch nope that
1: one. <laughs> well, <laughs> but here's what i, I don't have that much um, to
2: say about it well,
1: well and i mean that's all you that's Troy one that's a perfectly good thing to say about him here's what i will say Uh, I do like the lyrics in a lot of pop songs Mm -hmm. because, and and I've, I've said this before is because some of the funniest writing is coming from some angry young women who Mm -hmm. are just like, you could, was it Janelle Monae is the one that I can always remember. Uh, She wrote Mm. get off my areola
2: and that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) That is very, very funny. And a lot of the time in pop music, it's about what sounds good. So it leads to really funny writing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Angry Girl, I know someone you'd love, but I did remember, I forgot to mention, I just wanted to say, Dua Lipa also has a fantastic podcast that after you listen to all of the episodes... Yeah, after you listen to all the incredible episodes of Dork Forest, um, hit up Dua Lipa at your service, which is very fun. At your service. All right. It's Um, just an interview podcast. It's great, though. You know what's
1: weird is I just Googled her... um, during the show, it's not okay, but there it was, and uh, so. But the you know when it comes up on Google, it's usually dual. When if if you were to Google me, uh, or mm-hmm. most comics, it's uh, husband wife is the suggested mm-hmm. thing. Her dad came up. It was Dua huh. Lipa's dad, uh, and I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't have time to read
2: that." So <laughs> it's kind of a big conversation with all of these people. You know how nepotistic are they? How much have right. they benefited? Um, ultimately, it doesn't feel like something that we can correct for. It's just sort of a truth, but it is more lore on all of these people.
1: Oh right, right, because because their extended family, there's work there. I mean, you're. I mean, are you kidding? My brother will put me to work, and I was like, you know, I have a job. He's like, you you don't want fifty dollars? I do, I do want fifty dollars. <laughs> what do you need me to do? He's like, go pick up my kid and uh so but he's but they also talked me like he's like i might be able to get you a, a, a gig in rural wisconsin for like the corn and i was like no no you don't have to you don't have to get me that gig i don't need to work for the canned corn factory people russ and he's like you don't want 1500 i'm like i sort of do but n- no <laughs> so yeah so nepotism is real cronyism is real yeah
2: I will say, I mean, this isn't. This is more just about comedy. Anytime I've submitted to like a random place in the country and gotten a show, that's gone great. Anytime somebody else has been like, "Hey, you want to go do this thing in in Jersey City, or you want to you want to go do this thing in Delaware," <laughs> it's always the worst show. There's something, something about off. it being secondhand.
1: Right. It's, 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 there's like some weird miss where you're like, no, I know you were trying to help. And, but I'm made uncomfortable by the fact that now you're sitting there and you're psyched for some reason that you got me the gig and I feel an obligation. You feel some pride. It's, um, if we could talk about it later, why don't we just go to lunch? How about that? How about you take yeah. me to lunch and we had, and you bought, <laughs> and then you've spent $60. Uh,
2: so <laughs> the, anyway. the worst show I ever did in my life was a re- I was just starting in comedy. I wasn't even doing comedy music yet. And uh, a really nice comic that I really looked up to had a gig in Hoboken that he was getting paid like a hundred bucks for it. And he was like, I can't make this. Do you want to go do it? And I must've been like yeah. fifth on the list, of course. Um, but I was pumped and I was like, Hoboken, how, how weird, but let's do it. I go all the way out to Hoboken. I took my dad actually, and because okay. uh, he was in town, and um, I went, I, I noticed that it was kind of a punk crowd, a little bit of an emo crowd, and it was a mixed comedy and music bill. And then I'm getting excited because oh. my set's coming up, and yeah. this band goes up, and the response is huge, and I realized, oh. Most people are here for this band. This is sort of their show. Um, Got it. Okay. They go up, they crush, they call me on stage, and the band goes outside to smoke a cigarette, and so does everybody in the audience.
1: (laughs) I was going to say... Okay, you. Why wouldn't that band headline? That band's got a headline. Uh, you I don't, don't. You know. don't put that band up first. I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, that but is I, I went from like
2: the room had to have like 120, 150 people in it, and then I did my set for like 10, 10, <laughs> it was so 11 people.
1: They were appreciative, but yes, they were small. Ugh. Okay, so next up, uh fantasy um. Girl football. Uh, yes. you see Pop, okay, Pop if you I like angry
2: girls. If you're yep. if you're really liking the angry girls, uh, I think you might really appreciate Renee Rap, who is How do you spell rap? R A P P. And she's not oh, a rapper, but are. I think she should get into it. Uh, yeah, yeah and is it she, Renee with
1: uh, two E's and an accent agu? Renee rap? Yes,
2: absolutely. Yes, <laughs> the accent ague is right there. Um, thank you for saying it. Thank you for being brave i'm brave Um, you've probably seen her because she is uh in the new mean girls movie as regina george
1: okay uh no Um, i have not seen the new mean girls movie but um but i i I will but she's a she's a pop singer yeah
2: well she is now she really did start uh on broadway I, i was looking her up recently i uh i got some uh, it's looking to me like she didn't have a lot of family connections and she was just so good at musical theater that she got on Broadway from high That's school. So cool. Oh my God. Um, That's amazing. She's great. She's also a great actress. I, I She was on this show called the sex lives of college girls on HBO, which is a Mindy Kaling show that I love. Uh, I heard about that. But she yep. a great show. You, you should check it out, but she's great at being angry and she's made her, her pop star move. Um, And it's working, which is, I mean, for a Broadway girl, rare.
1: Yeah. She seems to be – she might just be really good at that whole spectrum over there. Like there's a a quadrant of our lives where if you were to split it into squares, she's Mm -hmm. good at this whole square. Like they're not – you know, if she wants to raise horses, that's a different square. She's not in that square. She would have to try harder. But this one square that she's really good at, she seems (laughs)
2: good at like acting – is she is she a good dancer? Yeah, I think not bad. I haven't seen much, but okay. I agree with you. To make myself feel better, I gotta I gotta think like yeah, but she can't do anything else. I bet. <laughs> Wait, she, Great she American novel? dance Act.
1: Is that coming? No, Great no, serious. All right, no. but but I guess what? Watch it. She writes a play, and then all of a sudden you are like, oh, oh well, god, she could probably write a pre- play.
2: <laughs> well, that's why. I mean, going back to Taylor Swift for a second, that's why it's like. Thank God Taylor Swift can't really dance, because otherwise, I, I, what's the point for me to live? I guess she can do it. <laughs> because she's so good
1: at everything. I noticed yeah. that in, in, in the Barbie movie, too, is that Margot Robbie didn't dance, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she didn't sing at all. Only a all. little,
2: yeah. She danced a oh, little, no, no, no. and
1: she didn't sing. So you're mm-hmm. like, well, you are an amazingly good looking person and a very good actor. I loved her in uh uh Birds of Prey. It was my favorite. So oh, I haven't um, seen it. Uh, Birds of Prey. It's uh, it it's the it was a spin-off. Oh, was, I know it, but I didn't yeah. actually it
2: was good. I'll check that yeah. out. Hell yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh fantastic, Ooh. quite honestly. It's it's the from for me and uh, this is a, a gauntlet. Take it or leave it, Rangers. It doesn't mean that you're you cannot it's my favorite DC movie right now. Uh Ooh, and it's been okay. it's 10 years. It's been 10 years. So I know wow, that other okay. people liked other ones, but uh that's my favorite.
2: Mm-hmm. Got it. I mean, yeah, it looks like it breaks the four. I, I I think we're all pretty tired of the traditional superhero formula. And I feel like Birds of Prey. It looks has like to it's be done. It has
1: to be done well. There's just 35, 40 of them out there. And so some of them could be better than others, and you're like, I can't. The quipping. Stop with the quippy. All right, and then I plank plank with the emo plank. I yeah, I don't want to cry anymore. It's about your f- fictional superhero. All right, how anything, anything uh, in mean- the middle? I'm looking for something in the middle, my friends. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 I tried to watch recently. And by the way, I am actually a huge Marvel fan. Uh, yeah, and,
1: I'm predisposed uh, go- to like all of them, quite honestly.
2: Absolutely. Yes. I'm a dork. Yeah, listeners, please don't forget just because I'm talking about the girls. Girls are nerdy, too. We we yeah. love to be nerdy. Yeah. Um, yeah, But I, I started Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It started so sad, but... I hadn't seen their last installment in a few years. So I was like, why are we so sad? I'm not getting into this. <laughs> it t-
1: it's not hard to catch up. I mean, this isn't, I mean, th- it isn't Tolstoy. <laughs>
2: yeah. So it was um, not hard to catch up, but I wasn't connected. I was like, you're, you're not grabbing me here. And so I, I'm looking forward to more innovation in the superhero right. movie sphere as w- a comics lover.
1: Right. Right. And, and I, and I don't mean to derail your your episode, mm-hmm. but I will say oh, that like Moon Knight was super interesting, and the oh, la- yeah. and the second season of Loki was so much better than the I first loved. season of Loki, and I loved it oh, so yeah. much.
2: I like yeah. both. Okay, um, and then I liked also, it, like also yeah. like, and I feel like this is me proving my c- credentials a tiny bit here too. The Hawkeye uh, TV show was partially based off of Matt Fraction's really incredible comic book run of Hawkeye. Oh yeah, and yeah. Because oh, I,
1: I still think bro, the comic was bro. better. Oh, for sure, bro. bro, bro. For sure, bro. Bro, <laughs> bro. It's uh It is so good that that comic was so good, and I have to say that it. Um, I watched it again because it is now in my Christmas rotation. That's that series. Oh yeah, two- It's right. so wonderful right. I, for Christmas. It, right, because now it, now it, I can watch it every Christmas. I can watch the whole season. Sad that they don't have it on DVD because eventually it will go off the streamer, and then. Um,
2: uh, mm-hmm. I'll be held
1: hostage by like some sort of uh, uh, old timey Disney uh, when they would only release the VHSs once a year.
2: Um, yeah, oh. if only there was some way to torrent those. Well, anyway, if only um, there the- was some
1: <laughs> way to DVR them because uh, hey. uh, a friend of mine is a burner. <laughs> oh, but I, oh. but I do, I do like the packaging though. I, I have to say, yes, and I'm and I do like
2: physical media. I do like physical media.
1: So Renee Rapp... What album oh, really? am I getting yeah. of hers? Yeah,
2: uh, I think uh, I'm mostly familiar with her singles, but her album I think is called "Everything Is Everything." But and um, she just does the, one album, kind of, or yeah, she might have two. But she's more following, and this is a whole other conversation. Uh, the studio system now is a lot more interested in testing with singles, uh, oh. so certain certain stars are like, "No, I'm doing albums," and there are three albums. Uh, some people just sort of release singles continuously. Uh, Kim Petras is a really good example of somebody uh, who just did that for many years, and then we all laughed because uh, last year she released what everyone, what her team called her debut album. <laughs> this this woman had five albums wow. worth of songs.
1: Oh wow! <laughs> so like, like she has like fifty songs out as singles. Yeah.
2: But she would call them like she'd call them eras or projects and okay. uh, and just not call them albums. And I think another distinction here is I think she released those independently. And this was actually released with a label, which technically can make it a debut. But everyone just laughed. They were like, her debut album. I've been going to this con- this girl's concerts for seven years.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny.
2: That's, that is funny. But I think it you'd like me- Renee yeah. rap okay Sorry, wait wait i want to hear it. what does it make you think
1: it makes me uh literally i just put an asterisk next to going well i could just do that chunk that i don't know if it's gonna make it until i can just do stand-up singles and uh, exactly. you know a little ep i got i got 10 minutes you guys want this this 10 minutes that may or may not last because my mother-in-law may not live because uh, i've got <laughs> i don't know how to I don't know how to put that nicer Ian Lockwood. Hey, by the way, I'm talking with Ian Lockwood and it's at Mr. Ian Lockwood and he uh, oh, has you. a, um, a, a thing on the YouTube called Orbo, mm. uh, Vulture really liked it. And if you go to his Instagram, it's at Mr. Ian Lockwood on all the things. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, find that, watch it, like it, don't say anything weird, just, uh, be nice. And, uh, quite honestly, <laughs> you're Rangers. So you're all good people. Anyway, go. Of course. Uh, what's next? And you can yeah. say
2: something rude. Um, i And uh, yeah, I'm really proud of that music video. I made it with my friend Michelle Gold, and let's just say uh, there's a lot of CGI and existential uh, horror in it. If you like oh, that kind nice. of thing. Excellent. <laughs> all, all packaged into the the reason I know all of this and I'm so interested in pop music is because my comedy music is pop music, and I'm really interested in making it sound like good music, not just okay. like funny music. Wait, uh so I what kind do you of play? study. Yeah, what do you I play? I play all sorts of things. I have Here's a. If, you have if a Casio? List, Do you well, have my, a Casio? My guitar's over there. I got uh, here. I got this. This is my favorite thing. I'm sorry for audio listeners. Um, <laughs> you'll have to simply yeah. look at the. Go to, go to YouTube.
1: Go to YouTube. <laughs> See these YouTube. These are really nice sweatpants. I like these sweatpants you're wearing. They're, oh,
2: thank you. Thank oh. you. I love them. This All is right. my Korg mini log. It's my favorite toy. Um, it's just a fun synth with It's so many it, knobs.
1: It's got a lot of knobs, my friend. And it also has, how many octaves of of keyboard is that? How many
2: octaves is that? Uh, Just three, but that's really good for recording. I'll be honest, and people will laugh at me for this. I mostly use this as just like a keyboard controller and I barely touch the knobs. But okay. every once in a while on a Saturday, I instead of plugging it into my computer, actually plug it into a sound out and play with the knobs and see what oh, I can do. You. <laughs> uh,
1: that uh, that is a a, it's a a glorious toy. I love the I love the Thank idea. You. So and a lot of like uh, yeah.
2: playing a guitar into a crappy microphone and then <laughs> and, and digitally altering it to hell.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a, yeah. I've heard so much about it. Uh, cool. So. Who else uh, besides Renee and Troy and Deep uh, Dua?
2: Well, I'll say I'll finish on Renee, and then I think I'll give you some rapid fire after that. But Renee, I think you'd <laughs> I think you'd like Renee. She's very mad. She has been by for most of this pop career. Uh, so she's mad at boys and girls, which is really fun. That is uh,
1: nice. Equal opportunity.
2: Absolutely. Except, and this is what's fun about following these people in real time and learning the information on them, Two weeks ago, she went, as as many queer people have done in their life, went, you know what? I realized I don't actually like boys. I think I'm just a lesbian. And so she just, uh, I made that transition. I, I went by okay. the gay, but I wasn't in the national spotlight at, at doing it. So, <laughs> right, right. And, and she or was some, very casual well, people about may, it.
1: And people, did anyone get mad besides the men no. that she was
2: dating? Okay. Everyone was like, I, no, got it. Makes sense.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It's fine. It's a, uh, uh, it's it does. It feels busy to be bi, Quite honestly.
2: Um, oh my god! How do you have the time?
1: Well, I do. I do. Uh, I do a joke about how my husband has always identified as bi. and I said, uh-huh. "But when we got married, you identify as monogamous, right?" And he said, "Sure." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's sure, sure. Yes. I used to uh, I used to identify as drunk, so we all had to give something up. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, okay. Okay. Rapid fire. Oh, by the way, Renee Rapp is also the mo- one of the most beautiful women in the entire world. Which is funny how all of your songs are about being scorned by people because it's like, okay, girl, you're so hot. Did that really happen? Scorned. Okay. So this Rapid is Dua Lipa. Fire. Isn't she gorgeous?
1: She's both blonde and it turns out you can dye her hair, you guys. You could be a brunette or blonde. You do whatever you want. Careful. Yeah. She's got a good looking face.
2: Yes. She is so, so beautiful. Um, I want to be her. I think she and I will be friends one day.
1: One day. One day. Oh, yeah, and then there's this, really so. this woman. This woman, Renee Rapp. Oh, you're playing Renee. She seems Isn't she gorgeous? This is yeah, this is uh this is kind of like like tough girl next door kind of business where she's like, yes. did you want a piece of this? No. Let, oh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to go put some lipstick on and I'll be right back and I'll kick your ass. It'll be fine. <laughs> and that uh, is exactly her vibe. <laughs> right. And I mean, look at her. She looks like, yeah, no, I I'm literally smarter than you. It's okay. Don't worry about yeah.
2: it. No. All right. And that's no. and her, her characters on film are like not a little mean too, which is <laughs> yeah, <we> can...
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Ugh. Okay. Rapid fire.
2: Go for okay, it. Rapid fire. Uh, you may have heard of Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, nope <laughs> she she sings "Vampire." She sings uh, uh, "Driver's License" from a year or two ago. Um, okay, she there there's she's just a classic example of lore being good, and it even pulls in another pop star. There's a smaller pop star named Sabrina Carpenter. The two of them both were actors on Disney Channel before launching their uh, music careers, which is very classic. Oh, um, that is
1: classic. They pull them out of the Musketeers, essentially, right?
2: Absolutely. But uh, the thing about the two of them is that Olivia Rodrigo was dating a co-star on her TV show, and then uh, that co-star ended up going to be with another woman. That they broke up. They went. Apparently, there was some cheating. Uh, maybe, who who knows exactly the situation. Everybody's
1: 17 at this point. I'm not as sympathetic as you might think.
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) And so Olivia Rodrigo writes an album about it, but through that, it is very understood that that person is Sabrina Carpenter, who is also a pop star and has written albums. And then Sabrina Carpenter gets to write an album uh, called, which I think is fantastic. Kind of a rebuttal, but not like an I hate you rebuttal it has a track on it called Because I Liked a Boy, which is yeah. a very like tender thing about how like, oh, everyone in the world hates me because I like this boy and I didn't realize he was cheating on his girlfriend and I was right? in love with him and I feel very hurt as well.
1: Right, right. All uh, right. well, three of them have emos. They have feels, you guys. Uh, yeah. did, the, did the boy uh, make an album? Did he? Do we know the who boy, the boy is?
2: Yes, we do. The boy came out as bi a year later, which is a whole other wrench.
1: Right, right. He threw just he was just like I I literally would like to sleep with everyone. Is that okay? Kind of a genius <laughs> move.
2: Yeah. Totally I mean, he's, totally he's saying I <laughs> like what I like and this is just the these stories and listen, so many of these stories are probably fake, made up by <laughs> PR guys. We don't yeah,
1: we don't know. We don't know if any of this is real. What it is is interesting. Rangers Exactly.
2: Come on. And you know what else is fictional and interesting? Comic books, video games, all the media we consume—fiction.
1: <laughs> it turns out is also things that are that are labeled as fiction are interesting. Things that are labeled as reality TV or as true, uh, there could be some quotes there. Uh, it may yeah. not be entirely. These are all people, so be nice to them if you meet them, <laughs> and don't be mm-hmm. don't be mad at them uh, for uh, for being alive. So yeah. yeah.
2: And after it, for here's an example for a 15 year career. Taylor Swift has a lot of lore and mythos. She writes very personally, and there's a whole other element within her fandom and people who don't like her uh, about like what parts of this are real, what which of these relationships are real relationships, which aren't. I think there's an interesting thing here where, like, on one hand, I don't necessarily believe that every famous person Taylor has ever dated was like a totally real, not PR relationship. Uh, All right. But on the other hand, I also I know most of them must have been real. It's not like she's not dating anyone. Um,
1: Well, and quite honestly, if she's been doing this for 15 years, she was 17 and now she's 32. Everyone you dated in your 20s, you can unless it's a, a magical moment that does occur. It's mostly not a magical moment. Oh, my God. It's just a bunch <laughs> of guys. It's just a bunch of women. Yeah. It's just a bunch of people. And everybody was like, I would like to touch you because you are young and beautiful. And I'm young mm-hmm. and beautiful. Let's touch each other for a little bit and have a good time. <laughs> and then if we are not soulmates, let's go touch others. And mm-hmm. and and how you break up. And I don't know this from first because knowing your heart, I didn't start dating until I was 36. So, yeah. Nice. Um, Right. Uh, but how you, uh, but I did, I was always the wingman. Right. So whenever mm-hmm. somebody broke up, I was like, oh, what a jerk. That's just, that sucks. That didn't work out. And then months later, they'd be back together because everybody's oh. 11 years old inside. Right. <laughs> so you're like, no, I think I still like him. No, I think I still like her. And you're like, uh, okay, I thought we hated them. No, we don't hate them. So, I mean, there's so much drama in your 20s.
2: Yeah, who knows what's real? Yeah, I'm about to turn 31 and I think I finally am. Every breakup I ever had, I was so so torn up about it for months, sure. And then I got over it, and now I think I'm at a point where I understand things. Yeah, things, there's pain,
1: then you get over it, and you have there's acceptance, and there's all these things, you know, and you you can't fix it all, but you can. Try not to be a ju- too big of a jerk about it when it ends, yeah. and if someone's a big giant jerk to you, all you can do is go, oh, that dude. Do- all right. Um, uh, that hurts," and then keep you know you just keep swimming. Right? Come on, Ellen.
2: Yeah, I've been a jerk. <laughs> I've been a jerk sometimes. Oh, listen, uh, this is completely deviating, but for the listeners, whoever needs to hear this, I've been guilty of this. Being avoidant it makes you a jerk too. Just don't be a coward. Just say it. Just just just, just say it, right? That was one it. of the
1: things Andy and I agreed when we got married. I was like, if you want to get out there and do something, if you're tempted by something, if something is happening, I promise too, I will tell you. And then you yeah. can say, You could give me an ultimatum. <laughs> you can say, Weird. I would prefer, or you could say, I don't care anymore. Let's wrap it Mm -hmm. up. I mean, one of those things is the answer, right? It's, uh, please, if you do that, I gotta go. Uh, I would prefer you didn't do that. That's probably Mm -hmm. a deal breaker or wow. I think that's a sign that we're done
2: and uh chop Mm -hmm. chop.
1: Uh, don't forget to, uh, leave the keys in the mailbox. box. Uh, what I mean, I don't know, So,
2: but there's no point in hiding it. I mean, you, you right. should just talk about it and listen, if you want to break up with somebody, just, just do it. Just don't be a yeah. baby about it. Just do, do, don't it. Be a,
1: just do it. It's not, it's, it's rip the band-aid off you guys. It's very sad. Yeah. And, and at least talk about it because then look at us, we're all Dan Savagey, but at least talk about it because, <laughs> uh, because then you might, it, it it might open up a whole new branch in your relationship and yeah. then, and then it might last more time. You don't know. Exactly. Cause it's nice to cuddle. It's nice to have someone to cuddle with.
2: Yeah. And Taylor Swift writes about this very, no, she's covered it. She's covered it's everything. A- um, so is, do you yeah. like
1: vampire and driver's license?
2: From, yes, olivia course, from olivia rodriguez but she is a lot of uh, support i'd say uh maybe go check out sabrina carpenter's music uh which is some cool innovative pop but she gets a lot less attention i'd say okay yeah um and yeah let me just let me just shout out some pe- i mean a lot of people know her but charlie xcx is just probably my favorite right now
1: oh really how do you spell oh, yeah. that it's charlie charlie, like the name with charlie. no
2: e yes but no e just an i just an i okay xcx all right all right charlie uh, xcx she has done a lot of interesting stuff from very straight ahead pop music to uh what's called like pc music uh with uh, very very like electronic more and she worked with a collaborator a dj named sophie who passed away a few years ago and was like the most innovative person in the electronic music sphere um i which you know what maybe brings me to this listeners listeners hear me
1: yes hear
2: you uh, i like i like like those tent poles of nerd culture so so much i love video games and comic books and magic the gathering and i oh, i'm obsessed nice. with these things but i just want to say i feel like i used to be uh so entrenched in that that i used to think that these things like pop music were uncool because they were so popular. Uh, but I really think that there is, like, a lot of cool artistry here. And even if it's made by committee with a 100 songwriters, it's still... <laughs> even if it's formulaic, I don't like most formulaic stuff, but I think there's a lot of, like, artistic merit in pop music. And there's a lot to well, dig into.
1: Yeah, and I think... pop. I mean, it's popular for a reason. Mm-hmm. And whatever... You know, like I had Brian Posehn on talking about uh, mm. heavy metal, and I don't listen to heavy metal. Um, and I also had somebody else on talking about '90s country music, and mm. so I listen to a little bit of country. I listen to a little bit of heavy metal. I listen to a little bit of country music. There's everything that, and and there's eight billion people on the planet. It's become mm-hmm. this thing where nothing is truly not popular right there's always a niche yeah,
2: with the internet
1: with the internet and and the fact is is if you can get eleven thousand people to give a shit about your mm-hmm. magic the gathering reddit uh you've you know there's there's work there right like the dork forest if everybody sent me a hundred bucks a year mm-hmm. and that's not just a suggestion that's actually a command no uh mm-hmm. or is it a commander but if ever, everyone did there's no patreon it's just a donation button on the, on the website let's do it Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I could do a Patreon, but uh, I would need more content. And I'm willing, to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm willing to do some things, but I'm also trying to do stand-up comedy. And people do come and see yeah. the stand-up, which is also very supportive. But I love doing the dork for so much because of what people – because the mm-hmm. dorkdom can be anything. You know, I, don't, I had my, one of my favorite stories, Kathy Ledman. I said, so what do you really like? And she said, knitting. And I said, well, you could dork out about <laughs> that. And she said, I would, except for that knitting isn't
2: dorky. Well, a lot of that's silence there.
1: That's, that is an interesting position, and I said you're not you're not right at all. You are incorrect, and because the thing is, is I have done it. There was a Diva Zappa episode I did about knitting, mm-hmm. and she did about how she liked to pick the most fragile, um, right. yarn. Uh Like the the most gossamer, spider webby. She's like, Mm -hmm. and then I try to make something out of it. And you're like, what? That sounds like the worst. And then the next (laughs) episode was Janine Garofalo talking about beads or the one before it. Because she likes (laughs) to make beaded bracelets and necklace. But every single necklace and bracelet has to look like she'll make a set. And they have to look exactly the same. And I was like people are fascinating is what I have to say yeah. about that. And, um, yeah. so what, but again, we've weeded off. It's a classic. What, uh, what are Charlie XCX's, uh, songs that I might try?
2: Oh, um, uh, <laughs> well, this might, uh, you might, your favorite one right now. I a little crazy, but I think, uh, it will, if you like speed drive on the Barbie album, I think that's a good entry point. Uh, it's the okay. one from the chase scene. But uh, my favorite Charlie XCX song is called uh, Vroom Vroom, which is, uh, it it gets a little crazy. She has some more straight-up music, too. Okay. Um, Also, I'm realizing that this podcast, in a way that I love, is exactly the experience of me cornering you at a party and being like, let me talk about what I need to talk about.
1: (laughs) Have you heard this new thing? Yeah, that's exactly what this podcast is. And, and the funny thing is, if you listen to every episode of the Dork Forest, the recurring, I've cornered you is what a lot of people don't know. And Mm. uh, because then all of a sudden, I'm like, have you seen Deadlock on Amazon Prime Britbox? Mm -hmm. And people are like, no, and I said, "Well, it's as if Northern Florida had a murder mystery show, and it's an Australian murder mystery show set on Tasmania, and um, it's just rednecks and lesbians, and there's one murder that's twelve episodes or eight episodes, and it is insane." I Wait, watched I have to lie the first. It. Deadlock, L O C H, like Loch Ness monster, uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. uh, and it's an Australian murder mystery show. It's one murder over six or eight episodes. It's the murders amazing. The twist is awesome. Mm-hmm. The lesbians are ridiculous and shocking, <laughs> and the and the cop that comes from out of town is a lesbian cop from up not mm-hmm. Dar- maybe Darwin up north, but she comes to Tasmania, and everybody's running from something because they're in Tasmania. <laughs> I don't know if you've been to Northern Florida, but that's where you would run to. And I have some
2: friends from Northern Florida and I've I've heard (laughs) the stories.
1: There's no reason to live in Northern Florida unless you were born there and for some reason can't get bus money. So (laughs) uh, yeah, but Deadlock is amazing and it has so many lesbian characters that you're like, why are there all the different kinds of lesbians? You're like, why are they still in a relationship? And you're like, well you find out.
2: Anyway, so Well, I think lesbians are kind of the next frontier because I we have Renee Rapp, for instance, but I think uh we kind of are finally figuring out lesbians and media because it used to be I mean <laughs> not that it is still, love, but like Lesbians and media, please. And media. Someone someone write that book. Thank you very much. <laughs> that could be the title of this episode, honestly. Um the <laughs> the I, I, I it still is obviously but everyone was perceiving lesbians through the male gaze for so long uh right. but now we have some different pieces of media that are actually looking at lesbians uh with uh, more subtlety empathy and introspection and detail right it's and like, you're like Wait. It's
1: lesbian on lesbian crime you know it's exactly. just like yeah, there's lesbians behind the camera, lesbians in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And it turns out lesbians can be exasperated with other lesbians. Uh yes. or whatever, right? It's like it's like any it's like racial women, men, gays. Doesn't matter. You're like do nice lesbians,
2: mean lesbians, small lesbians, right. big lesbians. They're all there are so many different Wait.
1: kinds. Yes. Lesbians who like to drum, lesbians who hate to drum.
2: Yes, you don't know. and and to go back to her, Renee Rapp in the Sex Lives of College Girls plays a character who is a lesbian, and it's treated, uh, I, you know, not even exactly the same because there are differences, but it's treated with nuance and similarly, and it just makes for a really good show. So, yeah, high recommendation for that.
1: High recommendation. If you like Sex you guys, in the
2: City, if if anyone likes Sex in the City, you'll love the Sex Lives of College Girls.
1: Sex Lives of College Girls probably on Max, I think.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there They're you doing go. good stuff over at Max, despite the silly name.
1: Right. I wish they wouldn't have, because now uh, nobody cares. what uh, If you say, well, I was on Two Dope Queens on Max. Nobody, that's not a credit. That's HBO Max. Yeah. Sure.
2: That's just a man's name.
1: <laughs> right. I know a Max. Max. I know a Max. I know a dog named Max. Um, I was
2: on Two Dope Queens on Max. Wait, HBO Max or Max uh, Greenberg, my friend? Or
1: right, Max Headroom? Were you on Max Headroom? <laughs> it's, uh, oh, I I just dated myself, you guys. And who should I, no, who no. shouldn't I date? Yeah,
2: is he Listen, back? They showed me they showed me Max Headroom in in college, and I went, oh, very cool. I if if you're a young person interested in the arts. Go, go Google what <laughs> we were just saying Trust me. go
1: Google Max Headroom and be as irritated as I was in real time I was like this isn't for me as I said I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna watch other You, uh, not YouTube other MTV videos which is uh, because mm-hmm. when I MTV and Ian Lockwood by the way has his own video Orbo um, go on oh. the YouTubes at Mr. Ian Lockwood just so you know uh, and everyone should check it out do you have any albums comedy albums
2: I have a, a, two EPs that are comedy music, and of course, I have to keep them EP so I can have my debut album. Album exactly eventually.
1: one day, one day, very important.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can find those on Spotify and more uh, videos on that YouTube channel or my TikTok. TikTok's crazy. I, the kids are so good at it. I'll figure it out. are so good at
1: it. One day. Uh, here's what TikTok's already figured me out. Let that just be said. I really? turn it on. Uh, there's some dogs being silly. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you did I want to do anything else? No. Turns out I want to see this Mm-mm. next uh ridiculous dog staring deeply into a camera. Okay. That's all uh, I want. <laughs> it feels like sometimes it's all I want. Uh and so what um do you have any new stuff coming up? Uh is there are you going to any concerts upcoming of of any of these women? Do you have do you go see live music?
2: Ooh. Um, I am well. <laughs> I have, They're thousands I have of Mickey, dollars now. Yes, they are thousands of dollars. I did see the Eras tour. Um, I do have uh, Nicki Minaj on the calendar, but she's been doing some problematic stuff. So we'll see if I make it to hers. Oh, uh, well, I'll have
1: to Google Nicki Minaj.
2: Yeah, um, Google that. Um, I have some incredible uh, – I, I also have Olivia Rodrigo coming up on the calendar Okay. Um, I would really like. I hope she's touring soon. I would. The other person I really want to see is uh, Rebecca Black, who you may remember from uh, her hit single "Friday" when she was a child, which was a meme song, and no. people it went viral for being so bad. Okay. Uh, and but her dream was always to. I, this is the last person I'll like plug in in here. Yep. Uh, she always wanted to be a musician. She got nationally embarrassed as a child and she did not let that stop her and now she was making really cool and to bring it back to this making really cool edgy lesbian pop music about girls yeah yeah. and it rocks it slaps it's great so that's my last recommendation but if you want to see me do a concert uh i run this uh i run this beauty pageant themed comedy show every other month uh in brooklyn uh, the next one is on March 27th. It's called Ian Lockwood's Girlfriend Pageant. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but I am sorry I'm sorry to also say, I'll doing... be in New
1: York until March 3rd. So, yeah, oh, I'm going.
2: Okay.
1: I'm going to go well, for a week, February coordinate. 24th through March 3rd. And I have um, uh, many sets at the stand. Yeah, So that's oh, the only one. Okay. And then I have one weird debate. I'm de- I'm dating, I, I, there's a debate show I'm doing at some small theater that Ophir Eisenberg turned me on to. Uh, I don't know if I'll be in support of coffee or tea. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is. Do you is. know
2: what the theater is?
1: Symphony something? Yeah, Symphony Imposium? I think, cool. it, it, I I think it's in the city. It's in Manhattan.
2: Got it. Okay. So I will come check you out on one of those, maybe at the did, stand. Did your screen oh, just... Yeah, if if anyone on the YouTube can see this, they've added this horrible thing to Max where if you make a gesture it will show a symbol for it. So I thumbs up and it put a thumb I see I think I've seen hearts or balloons. Oh look, did you see the hearts? Yes. Or can I can only I see it. Uh no. It's
1: kind of horrible. I can see it. And I yeah. I again dogs. Uh, this is be entirely what I did all day long. Well, uh, we're going to call it on this note, <laughs> you guys. You guys have to tune into this YouTube and at least go, go to minute fifty six. And uh, Ian, <laughs> thank you so much for doing the show. Everyone should go find at Mister Ian Lockwood and uh, go find all of these musicians. I. I'm willing to do it. And of course I have the Barbie soundtrack. So, uh, uh-huh. were any of them on the, on the, on the black Panther soundtrack. Cause that's the other album I bought this year. Oh, I'm not so, sure,
2: but can't tell, but I, maybe, maybe. Uh, you might not like all of these suggestions, but I think I can guarantee that if you were to go through all of them, I think you'll find something you like.
1: Excellent. And Rangers, you know, the rules out there, take care of each other. Hi Adol. all. How was the show? Well, it was with Ian Lockwood, Mister Ian Lockwood. To you, because that's his handle. It's at Mister okay. Ian Lockwood. <laughs> and uh, it's a good handle, oh, right? And uh, I forgot to give him. Uh, I forgot to send him his T-shirt. I don't know why I'm saying that out loud. Hi, Andy. It's the bonus. You forgot to give him his T-shirt. I know it. I well, I just didn't. I have the paper, but I didn't look at it again. No. Hi. So Hi. he talked about modern. Popular icon, popular music icons.
0: Okay, as opposed to the postmodern.
1: No, no, oh, I think no, as opposed
0: to contemporary. Think, he's meaning more as a, in terms of contemporary musical icons.
1: so new I've never, he- I've vaguely heard of one of them. Really? Who and are they? I've heard the names. I, I've heard the songs because I own the Barbie soundtrack.
0: Right, so they're <laughs> all on the Barbie soundtrack. They're all on
1: the. So, Dua Lipa was the one right. I had known. Sure. And but Olivia Rodengue, maybe? Charlie XCX. Guy Ch- Chai Chai Rodriguez? Nope. Renee <laughs> Rapp. Okay. Rebecca Black. Okay. And then a man named uh Troy Swan. Anything? What do you these got? these are
0: all vaguely familiar, but I don't know that I could I could pinpoint something that they have I couldn't no. tell you what they've what they've done.
1: Right cuz you do music scrolling. You do, do some scrolling.
0: I do. I do do some music scrolling. But I, t- here's the thing is that I tend to find new music artists when their songs get covered by other people.
1: <laughs> and uh, then I
0: go back. Then I go and I like like oh that's interesting. That's a great song. I sh- I wonder what the original sounds like. And then I go listen to the original.
1: And, and I'm like
0: you- and then I think ah, oh, oh the cover's better or oh my gosh that's great. Oh, it could go either
1: way is what you said. It you're could saying. go either way. And so what about um and and you find their hits when they're done like in, by some a cappella group or it could be a cappella, the- <laughs> it could be
0: on the voice, it could be somebody singing it on, you know, uh or just somebody singing it on one of these uh uh you know, on YouTube or on Instagram or something.
1: Oh, some real got got passed to you um of yeah, just yeah. an amateur doing it and you're like, "Oh, what a cool song." I wonder right, who right. And, I wonder what who... and why?
0: I wonder what that song is. And then I go look it up.
1: He wanted there, he wants there to be a fantasy for gay guys, like a fantasy football, but just for young pop stars to guess who's going to be huge. Oh, that's a great idea. Right. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, well, that has to exist somewhere. I'm sure right, right, it is. It is deep as far as I can tell. Yeah. Well, I know at, at, at NYFA, the,
0: the, the producers, uh, one of the things that the producers do in one of, at least one of their classes is that they look at the upcoming movies and they basically do a fantasy football for upcoming movie box office.
1: okay. Right. And Nifa being New York Film Academy where right, Andy right, where I teach uh, teaches game design. Plagola. But uh, what I'm telling you is that it was a super fun episode. That is cool. I, I look forward to that. Yeah. And everybody just listened to it. And now I have told you about it. So uh, I gotta come back into the house. Love it. Okay.